and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St Bride's Church this morning. We come together to celebrate the funeral mass for Trudy Russell. I welcome Rosie and Kenny and Cathy. Welcome to the grandchildren also here with us, Trudy and Leslie and Susie, their husbands, the great-grandchildren, Callum, Rory and Kayla, Kyle, Ethan, Josh and Jacob. Welcome also to other family members who are here too. And a special word of welcome to other family and friends who will join us in the audio recording of the Mass that will be available later on in the day. Many people, of course, would have liked to have been here uh, with us but are unable to be here because of the restrictions of the pandemic. We send an assurance of their good wishes and their prayers to all who are gathered here today. Trudy was simply a marvellous person, full of life, talk and good fun. Everyone will miss her in the family and also amongst her friends too. A recent post in our parish Facebook showed how much people thought about her and how sad that they have been to hear of her death. We are thankful today for her life for her spirit, for her joy that she brought to all our lives. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. If you want to follow the prayers there in the card, it's there. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. 
Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and whom your saints rejoice, full of happiness, grant our supplication for your servant Trudy, for whom the fleeting light of the world shines no more. May she enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster, their leaving us like annihilation. But they are in peace. And if they experience punishment as men and women see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. And when the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They will judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. Praise the Lord in the firmament of Him with soldiery and heart. 
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Be ambitious for the higher gifts, and I am going to show you a way that is better than any of them. If I have all the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without out love, I am simply a gong booming or a cymbal clashing. And if I have the gift of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are, and knowing everything, and if I have faith in all its fullness to move mountains, but without love, then I am nothing at all. If I give away all that I possess, piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it, but I'm without love, it will do me no good whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It's never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It's never rude or selfish. It doesn't take offence and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth. It's always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. The word of the Lord. Please stand. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you, and after I have gone and prepared you a place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. During the lockdown, I phoned and had a long conversation with Trudy. We talked about everything under the sun and laughed a lot. She told me that she was finding those months hard, but I thought that she would be able to come through them, bounce back as she always did. However, a few weeks ago, I was sad to get the news that she'd become unwell. It was only after a short while that we learned the full extent 
and the gravity of that illness. Fortunately, for a few days, she was able to return home, and I was able to see her once again, speak to her, bless her, and pray for her. I was so glad to see her again. Her condition was poor, but she managed to give orders once again. A nice lolly was ordered, and it was brought. She wanted to sit up, and of course she sat up. She seemed to perk up. Just a few days later, though, she passed away. Thinking about her today, she was fortunate enough to be one of those people who lived a long life. But she was one of those people also who never really grew old. She'd sparkle, she'd spirit, and she had a great sense of fun that belied her 90 years plus. It seems a bit unreal today to be here at her funeral. Having lived so long, she seemed that she would always be here. The good thing about living so long, she lived to see much of her own children's lives, the grandchildren's lives, and the great-grandchildren's lives too. She had a great zest for life and lived her life in the way that she wanted to live her life. At the Mass today, we hear from a reading from St Paul's letter, and it reminds us that the one thing that remains is love. When everything else passes away, love remains. And we know that to be true. We may, not, we may die, but our love, of course, doesn't die. We never stop missing that person, never stop caring for them, never stop loving them, never stop longing for them. It's true what St Paul says, love does not come to an end. Today we recognise your love for Trudy will never die and you will never stop loving her, never stop missing her, never stop caring for her and never stop thinking about her. The Gospel of today's Mass that we've listened to reminds us of God's love for us and likewise that love itself remains, never leaves us, never forgets us, never casts us off, never stops loving us. He promises that we will be with him. There is a place for us. The door is open, the table set, and we are welcomed in. There's a place for all and a place for everyone. God's love has no limits. His love has no bounds. His mercy and compassion is infinite. And we return to, at the end of our life as the weary traveller and the door is flung open. All her life, Trudy believed in this tender love and mercy of God. It sustained her throughout her life, I think. She believed and trusted in this from the beginning right to the end. A few things about Trudy's life. She was born in Graz in Austria. Her parents, Rosalia and Joseph Meyer. She had, by all accounts, a lovely childhood. She had two brothers, Joseph and Rudy, both served in the armed forces, one in the Navy, one in the Army. Joseph himself never returned from the war. 
She was herself an active youngster, climbing and skiing and skating and swimming and doing the high jump. She loved her girls' school that she attended and liked and was good at sport, German literature and biology. After school, she attended commercial college and learned bookkeeping, typing and business studies. She had a lot of special memories of her childhood, of Christmases when her father would ring the bell on Christmas Eve. They would sing Silent Night. She would recite a poem and they would greet each other and then sit down for that meal. As a young girl, she young woman, she loved going to the theatre and pictures. She loved ballet and opera and operettes. She confessed later on in her life that her greatest ambition was herself to be an actress. She met her future husband, David, in 1946, while working in the British Army in the Chief Clerk's office. It was a whirlwind romance. After two months, he proposed to her at her parents' house, and after that, She showed him uh, the front door and then they had their first kiss. Changed days, isn't it? They married on the 24th of December 1946 at the Domkirk in Graz. She was 20 and he was 25. She moved to Scotland in 1947 and lived with his parents in Camtine in Glasgow. She always confessed that she never liked what they cooked. I can't think that she was silent about the matter. She was to move to and live in different places. Bridgeton, Castle Milk, a new house there, which she liked very much, the open spaces. Castle Drive, uh, where she lived uh, with her husband and Kenny and Rosie. And she also lived in Mansion Court, in Annan Drive, and on two different occasions in the Sherry Heights. Both herself and her husband had two children, Rosie and Tommy. Rosie born in 1947 and Tommy in 48. And she loved them very much indeed. As young children, they regularly went on summer breaks to Austria to be with their relatives. She was glad to see them grow up and, of course, get on with their life. Her own children, these children, were very attentive to her, kind and exceptionally considerate and loving to her all their life. It was a great thing for her to live long, but a great sadness for her to outlive her son, Tommy. She was to be blessed also with wonderful son-in-law and daughter-in-law and Kenny and Cathy and she was exceptionally fond of both of them and loved them very much. They became another son and another daughter to her and each of them were exceptionally kind to her. But she particularly loved being a grandmother, Oma, Trudy and Leslie and Susan, Susan and Karen and great-grandmother to Callum and Rory and Kayla and Kyle and 
Ethan and Josh and Jacob and Hannah and Jack. The grandchildren and great-grandchildren loved her very much. Her hearty laugh, her sense of fun and her directness. She just said out loud what she was thinking. She was involved, of course, in the community and joined, over the course of her life, a number of clubs. She liked people and got on with people, neighbours and people that she lived alongside. And people liked her. She was friendly, open, approachable and kind. For a period, as you probably know, she was the local lollipop lady and a whole generation of children grew up alongside her. Heaven help those drivers if they didn't stop. There would be hell to pay. She was able to do many things over the years, many holidays with the family. Every year she went on holiday with Rosie and loved visiting Tommy and Kathy when they lived in York. She was very much included in everything that the family was doing. She wouldn't have it otherwise. You might know also that she had a passion for bingo and would go to the bingo wherever and whenever she could. To my knowledge, she never won a fortune, but then again, she never lost a fortune either. She loved the cut and thrust of those numbers. All through her life, as you know, she never lost her Austrian accent, nor did she lose her love for her native country. She always had a special place in her heart, for Austria and her family and friends that remained there. But she made a home with us here and her life was amongst us and she has brought many blessings to all our lives. She was a unique kind of woman. She was a free spirit. She liked to laugh and to have fun. She confessed the greatest grace of her own life had been being a mother and a grandmother, Uma. She was thrilled to be a grandmother and great-grandmother and to see all live, grow up and do well. Today, as we think of Trudy, we think how blessed our lives have been and isn't that the way that God means it to be? We're blessed in one another. Those words of St. Paul in the reading that we've listened to come home to us. Love doesn't die. Love remains. Today we believe those words. Her love for us and our love for her remains and doesn't die. It lasts for a lifetime and beyond. And we believe also that God's love for us remains. It doesn't die. It's eternal and goes on forever. Trudy, we thank you for your life among us. We thank you for your kindness and graciousness. We thank you for the love that you have shown and the sheer joy that you brought to all our lives. We thank you for that wide smile and that hearty laugh. You have been a joy and blessing to all of us. Live forever now in the joy of God's house. Live forever in the joy and the peace of heaven. Mm.
Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the offering of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant Trudy, finding through your mercy the pardon she sought for all her sins, may exult forever with all your saints and praise your glory for all eternity. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for it's at your summons that we come to birth, by your will that we are governed, and at your command that we return on account of sin to that earth from which we came. But when you give the sign, we who have been redeemed by the death of your Son shall be raised up to the glory of the resurrection. And so with the company of the angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Please be seated. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them, like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, 
all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember truly, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
just to say to you a wee bit about Holy Communion, if you uh, normally come forward for Holy Communion, but uh, in the circumstances I just ask you to stand in your place if you want to receive Holy Communion. Uh, if you prefer just to receive a blessing, then just to put your hand <coughs> on your breast and I'll give you a blessing as I come, come past. So I'll come through the church uh, and give Holy Communion and the blessing. Uh, so if you want to receive a blessing or Holy Communion, then just uh, stand. If you don't want to receive a blessing or Holy Communion, then, then feel free just to, to be seated in your place. So, please stand.
May the sacrifice of your church, we pray, O Lord, benefit the soul of your servant, Trudy, so that she who received the sacrament of Christ's mercy may enter his company together with all your saints. Through Christ our Lord. Brightest day. 